0: Welcome to the Tax cell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Denman. I'm a tax sell veteran. I am the leading tax sell expert. I'm the author of The Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax cell Academy. And I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. This podcast is available on a number of different platforms, including Spotify, video, YouTube, and any place that podcasts can be found. So make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform that way don't sell on future tax sell training episodes and as a reminder this podcast is completely free through and because of the tax sell academy which you can learn more about by visiting taxsellacademy.com all right on this episode we'll be discussing tax sell titles and when you should take the time to clear title clouds this is a commonly misunderstood topic and one that I get a lot of questions about. So hopefully this episode will shed some light on this subject for you. First off, let me bring you up to speed with this topic and its importance. You need to understand that most properties on the open market, on the conventional market, the properties that are often sold by realtors or even for sale by owner, the signs you see in the yard, the properties you see on Zillow, those are gonna be sold with something called title insurance this is where a title company or an attorney will review the title history of a property you're talking about the ownership history the lien history any new liens releases of liens mortgages satisfaction of mortgages all of that kind of stuff basically all the legal docs pertaining to that specific piece of property in one way or another if they are satisfied that everything in that chain of title is clear and has been done and recorded properly, they will issue something called title insurance at closing. This is an insurance policy that protects the person it is issued to against future claims arising from that chain of title. Now, the person it is issued to is typically going to be the buyer and or the mortgage company financing that transaction. So, for example, let's say you buy a piece of property. You get title insurance at closing. Then a year goes by. You don't think anything else about it. And then randomly, some bank knocks on your door and says, listen, we have a mortgage on this property for a quarter million dollars. You either pay us that money or you lose your property. Well, in that situation, you've got a title insurance policy to fall back on. You would call the title company and then they would take care of it for you in some way, shape, or form. Now, unlike many insurance companies where the risk is unknown until after the policy is issued, think car insurance, homeowners insurance, for example, when we're talking about title insurance, the risk is known prior to the title policy being written, because they already did all their research. As such, title insurance companies pay out around 3% of premiums collected for the year as claims. When you compare that to home and car insurance, they typically pay 70 to 80% of their premiums out as claims. I state this to illustrate that title companies don't want any potential issues. They review the chain of title before that title policy is written. And if it is not perfect, they will not write a title insurance policy against it. That is very important as we move forward. Now, when a property goes through tax foreclosure, there are a lot of specific things that must be handled according to every state's tax foreclosure laws. Since the counties are usually performing a number of tax foreclosures at once, large counties, for example, might handle a thousand or more tax foreclosures, when you have this volume combined with staff members that are often doing this as a second or third part of their primary job, well, things could have the potential to get overlooked, maybe a piece of paper here or there. Additionally, while some parts of some state statutes are very, very specific, other parts are a little bit more generic. For example, some state statutes require that the delinquent taxpayer be notified of the pending tax foreclosure. Yet, it does not define what notified means. It leaves it open to legal interpretation through the court system. And when you combine all this stuff, some specific stuff, some generic stuff, you have a lot of things that just don't sit well with title insurance companies and they will not insure these properties because they look at it as being too risky. So you have two different options. You can take care of those title issues or you can sell the property with the title issues. There's two ways to take care of the title issues. The first way is to clear the title issues completely by doing a suit to quiet title. This is a lawsuit filed in a court of law, typically by an attorney that will go for a judge, and in that lawsuit, any party that could have a claim on that property will be named and they will have the opportunity to go and argue their case in front of the judge. Otherwise, they'll lose any claim that property forever. Now, them actually coming forth in front of the judge and arguing their case is extremely rare. And in most situations, the judge will simply sign off on the default judgment, clearing the title and making it insurable. That process can cost anywhere from $800 to $3,000 or more, depending on the area and the specifics. You could also do something called certifying the tax foreclosure. There are specialty companies that do this, such as Tax Title Services or Clear to Sell in Florida, and what they will do is they'll review the foreclosure file to ensure that everything was done exactly, and then for a fee They will certify that property which will allow you to get title insurance on that property when you sell it by closing through one of their partner title insurance companies and the fee for this is right around the two thousand dollar range for simplicity purposes we're going to refer to both a suit to quiet title and a tax foreclosure certification as clearing title as we move forward throughout this podcast if you choose not clear the title you could sell the property with an as-is title or a clouded title this means that the property would not typically receive fair market value since the title is not insurable which of course by default when you compare it to a comparable property doesn't make it as valuable right if you're looking at one property and it's selling for $10,000 with a clear title you cannot expect to get $10,000 for your property that has a clouded title. So in exchange, you're gonna sell the property for less money. But obviously, there's not a cost involved here to clear the title. But of course, you do need to find a buyer willing to accept an as-is title that's usually gonna be transferred via Quit Claim D. Now this all brings us to the question of when should we clear the title and when should we not clear the title? First off, there is no easy answer. It is very, very specific to the property, the situation, and the parties involved. Everything boils down to the comfort level of the buyer and the seller as it relates to the specifics of the property that is being sold. If you're selling a million-dollar piece of real estate, title insurance is going to be beneficial for all parties in clearing the title and providing that title insurance is a very, very small percentage of the sales price. If you're selling a $100,000 house, it's still probably gonna be best to go ahead and get that title insurance. But as we get to the lower valued properties, say less than 15 or $20,000, it's not quite as clear cut. At this point, a couple of primary factors come into play. Number one, who is the buyer? An investor or a speculator might be comfortable accepting a property with an as-is title and then clearing it themselves or reselling it as-is. Whereas an end user is not gonna be comfortable and they're gonna want the title cleared along with title insurance for their transaction. So determine who your target audience is and work backwards from there and market it accordingly. So for example, if you're gonna be selling without title insurance, you need to make sure that you market it to investors who would be happy to exchange equity in their purchase for the lack of tile insurance. You do not want to take that same property that you're not issuing tile insurance on and try to market it to end users through websites like Zillow. It's going to be too risky for them. So know your audience and market the property accordingly. Number two, what is the sales price in relation to the market value of that property. If the property is worth $10,000 on the conventional market with tile insurance and you're selling that property for $1,000, you probably are gonna be able to find a buyer because they'll have plenty of equity there in that transaction to go out and cure the title themselves if they want to. But if the property is worth $10,000 and you're trying to sell that property without tile insurance for $10,000, Why would somebody want to buy your property? Likewise, if the property is worth $500 and that's it, it doesn't make much sense to spend $2,000 to clear the title. Both of those are extremely important factors to keep in mind. Who is your target audience? What is the value of that property and how does it relate to market value in a conventional sense? Many of my members and myself have found that the best case scenario for reselling properties without title insurance utilizing quit claim deeds are going to be the lower valued properties. Of course, it is pretty easy to sell a $500 property, a $1,000 property, a $2,000 lot without title insurance, providing you are marketing it correctly. But the higher the value of the property that you are selling without title insurance the larger the gap between your sales price and the conventional market value of that property as sold with title insurance must be. If somebody's paying around the five or $10,000 mark for a piece of property, most people are gonna want to have title insurance unless you are compensating them for the lack of title insurance. So it's very important that you get the point across that yes, they might be accepting a little bit of potential risk with that as-is title, but in exchange, you are providing them with lots of potential profit that will not only cover the cost to clear the title, but it'll also put money in their pocket if they turn right around and decide to sell that property immediately. Let's go for an example. Let's say I pay $5,000 for a vacant lot at a tax sale, but it's worth $15,000 on the open market if it was sold with title insurance. So I sell it to an investor for 8,000 bucks. I made a quick three grand without doing any additional work to clear that title, including paying to clear the title or waiting for that process to take place, which could take a few months. That investor who purchases it from me drops another couple of grand to clear the title. So now they have $10,000 into the property and they resell for its market value of $15,000. It's a win-win situation with something like that. Now obviously, I could have cleared the title myself and made the extra $5,000, and in some cases, I definitely do that. But while he was clearing the title, I've already done the same exact process with a number of different properties. Essentially, it's just different ways of doing business. There are a lot of tax-sell investors that will buy properties and clear every single title, to sell it on the conventional market. Other investors will buy tax sell properties and they will not clear a single title. And then there's some people like myself that do a mixture of both. But hopefully, with this episode, I provided you some additional direction when it comes to determining whether or not you should clear the title to a tax sell property or sell it as is. It's also important to note This is just one very, very small piece to the overall puzzle of becoming a successful tax sell investor. Unfortunately, a lot of people get caught up on title clouds as they relate to tax sell properties. As you can see in this episode, it is not that big of a deal if you handle it on a case-by-case basis. And We have lots of other videos and training podcasts So be sure to check it out when it comes to clearing titles, suit to quiet titles, tax foreclosure certifications, and deeds. Those can also help you put all the pieces together. If you've enjoyed this episode of our podcast or any of our episodes, please do us a huge favor and leave some positive feedback on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on right now. And as always... If we can provide any additional help when it comes to tax sell investing, make sure you check out our website for the most comprehensive step-by-step training at Tax Hey, take care and make it a successful day. We'll see you next time right here on the Tax Soul Podcast. Bye-bye.